Hey, you're Stocks from the Five Yard Rush podcast and you're listening to the Ballers Dynasty podcast. You're either here because you're in the league or you just got lost. What's up, ballers? This is the week 15 and quarterfinal review show. As always, I've got Stormer here to run through it all. <coughs> hey, mate. Sorry, I had like a side cough as you introduced me there. <laughs> You're right, mate, yeah? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I seem to be as full as cold as you are, mate. Yes, and tough couple of weeks with like no voice and then snotty nose and... I just wish I felt as bad as, you know, the, the symptoms are and I could stay off work, but unfortunately I'm not. No, no, I'm rough as, rough as. Although, you, you've been off work as well, yeah? No, I've not been off work. I've been a soldier, you know, I've been going in, but we haven't had a, any groups this week, so it's just been site work and training and shit like that, so it's been steady way. Easy stuff, easy stuff. Yeah, that way I can keep my money coming in, which is nice. Sweet. Uh, and joining us for his second pod of the season, everybody, Simon is here. Hey, mate. You are all feeling very calm and relaxed. Yes, good <laughs> evening. I am back again. Yeah, more stats, uh, stories, and hopefully some more laughs. I'm also bringing a, uh, some form of deja vu with me, but I'll get onto that later. Nice. Hey, it's Christmas week. Yeah, it is. yeah. You know, how are you guys doing? Are you pretty much ready? Yes. Yeah. 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 I don't have to ask Emma, mate. I don't know. I say, it's all on Claire, is that? Yeah, well, I say, actually, it's, it's all on me here because like, Tan's still working till Wednesday and the kids are in school till Friday. I'm working till Saturday. So, like last night, I wrapped all the presents. I had a let, no lesson yesterday morning. So, I went out and bought all the Christmas food and that because I'm not going to the sto- uh, shops on Saturday afternoon or Sunday because it's going to be yeah. mental. Yeah. yeah, mate, for sure. And yeah, so, you know, it's it's uh, Christmas. And as regular listeners will know, it's not the um, easiest time of, of the year for me. Um, but, you know, it's is what it is. And hopefully, you know, family, friends, the NFL, and of course, you know, this the banter from this brilliant league will help make it, you know, pass by in, in a nice way. And uh, it'll make it all uh, sort of very manageable. So, um, you know, I really want to say to everyone, you know, just keep it up. You know, thank you very much for all the support and uh, have a good Christmas. Cheers, very nice, mate. I'm glad that we can get you on and we can uh, chat some football and keep your mind occupied. Absolutely. I was just thinking, like, um, this has got nothing to like. Are we Boxing Day or like day after Boxing Day potting next week? I'm not sure. Uh, that is Ooh. up in the air. It's TBD. TBD, yeah. Cool. Yeah, no worries. I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be, it's more going to be Wednesday if there is going to be one. It'll be Wednesday, I think. Cool. We will figure it out. Don't you worry. But yeah, in the meantime, Pitsy, you might as well. Kick the show off and drop a beat. <clears throat> Cracking highlights of the week. Um, I start off by saying there's no highlights for me. It's a low light. Steelers are shit. The rest of the division are all winning. They're all looking good. My two court final teams that I had in different leagues all proper bombed out the playoffs. Um, so yeah, just a gash weekend all around. Let's hope that's not a sign of things to come for my other three teams that have all been on bye this week. Um, so yeah, not not great for those who I was quarter finaling with. Uh, actually, well, actually, I do have one uh highlight, it was Trent Williams. Um, I don't know if anyone's seen the, the video of it. The were 49ers were rolling up to the line of scrimmage. Um, I think they were all in hurry up mode. I think uh, they wanted to spike the ball. And Trent Williams was puffing and blowing and literally keeling over, hands on his knees, looking down. Um, and he doesn't move an absolute muscle. He literally stands like a statue. The rest of the line, they all move forward when they spike, spike the ball. And he literally stays there for another couple of seconds before kind of standing back up again. Uh, my man, 
What a horror legend. <laughs> could, you imagine the big guys. <laughs> could you imagine it if someone had died under his legs and caught, intercepted the ball? I know. That'd be good. There's some Tough big guys out there, mate. Yeah. So, yeah, he was just kind of stood there or kind of hit, keeled over. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my, uh, my little heart. <laughs> Simon, your highlights, buddy. Yeah, I've, I've got three of them. Um, the first one, score Garmies. Yes. So, uh, Thursday night's game, Chargers Raiders. I'm really sorry, Storm. I didn't want to bring this up, but mm-hmm. 21 yeah, to 63 is the 1,083rd different score in NFL history. Nice. Which is, you know, just crazy. But, uh, you know, they all, they all say, oh, score Garmy. You know, it really happens. It really happens. How many do you think there have been this season? I'm sure there's been like five. I'm sure I've we've mentioned. Yeah, you've mentioned a good few. We've mentioned a few, a few times, haven't we? Mm. There have been. I'm going to go six. Oh, there have been eight this year. Eight. Yeah, including this, the one on last Thursday night. There have been eight. So you've got uh, Dolphins Commanders in week 13, which was 45-15. Broncos Browns in week 12, 29-12. Texans Bucks in week nine, 39-37. Cowboys Rams in week eight, 43-20. Eagles Bucks in week three, 25 11. The Dolphins Broncos in week three, 70 and 20. And in week one, you had the Ravens and Texans at 25 and 9. 17 and 20. Like... Surely there's going to be a 17 and 20. That seems like a normal type of score, doesn't it? 70, 7 0. Oh, 70, mate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, there's definitely a 17 and 20, but yeah, 17 and 20, I don't think you're no, right. You're right. Okay. I'm with you now. Yeah, because 17 20 was what the Eagles lost by last night. Yeah, man. Yes. <coughs> yeah, that's so, crazy. Mm. Yeah, I we'll love, love a bit of a stat and all these sort of like weird and wonderful um, things. One I'm really waiting for is 4 4, you know, two safeties on each side. <laughs> Oh, nice. I don't want to watch that game personally, but I'd like to see that score. Yeah. <laughs> you almost like watching that 6-0 Chargers game. Fuck me, that was hard. Yeah. yeah. Would be good, it... good good, to watch the highlights, right? Yeah. What was, 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 was worse than that, wasn't it? It was 3-0, wasn't that? The... Yeah, yeah. Oh, the... Yeah, the week after, I think. Yeah, nuts. Uh, okay, so second one is Scott Hansen and Red Zone. The absolute deadpan throwing of shade that he was doing this weekend was top form. Uh, so there are two instances I, I found myself just laughing my head off at. Uh, the first one, uh, so it was, it was a bit of a sort of rewind introduction. So, And he in- introduces it with, next time there will be second thoughts about hurling a defender from Tucker Craft. So this is the Green Bay da- uh, Buccaneers game. So Tucker Craft has caught a bomb from Jordan Love and is heading down the field. You know, he already feels great about himself because he's already hurdled the defender for the Packers' first touchdown. He goes to do it again and <coughs> absolutely smacks his biscuits straight into the helmet. <coughs> okay. So he then goes down in stadiums <coughs> and it cuts back to Scott Hansen, who's doing his best not to sort of do what everyone else does who hasn't been hitting the biscuits. He's like, you know, <laughs> laugh their head off. And he's like, he'll need to take a couple of plays off there. just absolutely perfect and then the second one just uh later on during the pats chiefs game uh you know travis kelsey's made a play and of course you know oh look he's got a famous girlfriend here we go you know cuts to uh, taylor swift and he's like oh i see taylor uh, i see travis's special friend is in attendance and just (laughs) you know it's just like why are we looking at her we want to watch football yeah Yeah, she's on on the tv all the time i think she gets more airtime than anyone else man yeah she does Oh, did you see um, she's getting blasted for sp- spreading all that CO2 to travel to the games? Yeah, all the, all the plane fumes she's All the plane fuming. fumes, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, and the third one, um, Dalton Schultz. This tight end is something special, isn't it? I mean, the, um, the catch that was an interception for a 15-yard game was just insane. <laughs> like, Case Keenum's got flushed from the pocket. He's running around, like, you know, being chased by three or four Titans defenders. Uh, he plants a back foot throw, chucks it straight at Robin McCready. And he catches it. And then Schultz arrives on the scene, grabs the ball, strips it out of his hands, hits the deck. It's a completed catch instead of an interception for 15 yards at the three-yard uh, three line. And then, you know, they score and the Texans go on to win the game in overtime. It, it was just, you know, real. T- if you ever wanted a big lift, 
you know, oh, I've, I've thrown an interception. Actually, no, I haven't. I've got a you know, catch because the guy's actually just gone and ripped it out of the defender's hands. All of that. Yeah, but um, that, was, that was really good. I like that. Um, you wouldn't have expected it. Like, oh, yeah, interception, easy. Oh, oh no, he's just literally taking it off him. That's a catch, and they're going to go and score. Um, yeah, it was mad. I like that. Perfect. Yeah, no, that all three of those great highlights. Uh, love the scoring armies. Uh, love Scott Hansen, and yeah, love a uh, a good interception that then turns into a natural catch, where you're ripping it out and actually still balling <laughs> until the last second. So, yeah, fair play. Stomo, you got some highlights. I do have some highlights. Um, uh. One is a highlight after a low light, you know what I mean? So Simon already mentioned that the Chargers absolutely got stuffed against the Raiders in Vegas um, on that score of goal. I mean, uh, that was a low light. Best thing about that is I didn't have to watch it because I was, you know, it's in my sleep time. But the aftermath of that and Chargers clearing out GM, head coach, coordinators, everyone just getting sacked pretty much was um, a good highlight for me because I, I think – most of the fans and especially like uh, in my British or my, my UK Chargers group, we've been talking about it for ages. So be interesting to see where they go. Um, it's crap that you've got to go through all of that for it to happen. Yeah. But hopefully, hopefully, you know, I know this is probably an, an actual everyday Chargers hopefulness that, you know, we get someone decent and, you know, things start looking better and we stop chargering or stop Charger, charging, doing charger and things. Yeah, well, you'll, you char- you'll charger and uh, get Bill Belichick. Yeah, that's um. He, I think he is the favourite at the minute. But um, if there's anyone that knows some how to do something with a, court, a decent quarterback, he's the man. So we'll see. We'll see. He's a defensive guy though, so I'm a bit confused. Yeah, and you know we need um we need our defense needs major uplift as well. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, and where they I was going to say to be like, fair, your your offense is. Almost there. It's just yeah, when they're healthy, when they're yeah. healthy, and we've got them all there. It has just got, been your, your defense. Your, your D's been rubbish, so hopefully yeah, you can come in and do all right for you. Yeah, mate. And then uh, the other one is the Dion Dawkins block for the Bills, um, where he does the the blindside block and pretty much th- takes the guy about twenty five meters backwards. Might as well pushed him over the advertising boards. It was that long, um, but yeah, it was great. And he just kept going, kept going. Like the play was behind him and just kept pushing the block, block, keep blocking, keep blocking, keep going, mate, keep going. And yeah, it was a, it was Is, it, is cool. it like that scene out of the blind side where he just yeah, dumped ex- the guy over there? Pretty much exactly. Not Probably not as long as that, but it's pretty close. I'll see uh, if, if Saki, you can find the, the video for that. If not, I think um, we've got one floating about somewhere. So we're fine. But yeah, it was pretty cool. Nice. Perfect. Good. Anything you'd like to uh, talk about before we get into the quad final games? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, last week uh, you guys were talking about <coughs> Tyreek Hill mentioning him for an MVP candidate. And, yeah, it's agreed that, you know, I think he has to get over 2,000 yards receiving to be sort of considered a viable candidate. But that looks less likely now after he missed this week, which is, you know, Good for you because you were on a vibe, Andy. But I've got to say, someone else I think you've, you've got to give consideration to as well is yeah, Christian McCaffrey. He yes. has been absolutely insane this year. Out, you know, another hundred yard rushing game this week. All right, he's been incredible because, especially in that South, uh, San Francisco offense. I mean, look how many mouths you've got to feed. You've got to feed Debo. You've got to feed Brandon Ayuk. You've got to feed Kittle. And they're all stars in their own right. So in this offense, his stats are astounding. Uh, for, for 14 games, he's got 244 attempts for 1,292 yards rushing with 13 touchdowns. Now, that's only 95 yards shy of his 2019 uh, tally when he was in uh, Carolina with the Panthers when he did the 1,000-1,000 season. So he's going to you know, set a new career high in rushing this year. Uh, he is 57 of 68 for 509 yards receiving with seven touchdowns. So that's not as good because it's about half of what he's getting, but you've got the other receivers. And yeah, yeah it, so it's, you know, he's got 20 touchdowns on the season. It's tied with Mostert for the lead of the NFL. He's already got 1,800 yards from scrimmage. 
Um, and <coughs> yeah, so in 2019, he totaled 2,392 all-purpose yards. In 2023, he's projected to get 2,176, uh, but probably more because, you know, they're going to stop just running the ball unless they rest him in week 18 or something like that. He's got that record of 17 consecutive games with a touchdown. And if 2,000 yards is the benchmark for an MVP candidate, then surely he has to be up there. But he's a running back. Yeah. Yeah, last running back to do it was LT, right? think so uh no the last person to do 2000 yards was adrian peterson because that's when he won it what five six years ago oh, okay yeah yeah was that the um mvp there did that would yeah yeah the last person to win mvp running back mvp was adrian peterson okay yeah i would love nothing more than um other than a quarterback together so whether it is hill or cmc would for me, would be amazing. I wanted Gurley to get it a couple of years ago when he didn't. I think I can't remember. Who, I think Brady probably won it, but Gurley had that amazing season as well, um, mm. and was just. I would yeah, I say I love nothing more. So yeah, my CMC and he'll get my vote all day long. Yeah, I'd like it to be a non-quarterback. That'd be good. I think, apart from the fact that Brock Purdy's been pretty damn good. <coughs> I think what goes what goes for the running back is that you know he gets a he gets thrown a ball, but you know, <laughs> you catch it, you know but most of it is take the ball and run through a lot of players, a lot of body. I mean, like you know, you're not talking like 20, 30 yard runs a time, are you? You're talking, you know, first few runs of the game, it's you know, <laughs> one, three yards, five yards. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to sort of run into some big heavy guys, and, and it's got to hurt. Yeah, massively. But yeah, I, I just think you know the quarterback position. Yes, they are you know the general and all that sort of stuff. But it's just too you know every you know like you're saying with with um, Tyreek. It's like yeah, how much is that? Is Tyreek is good or is it like Tua making him look good? But in this case, it's Tyreek looking good, isn't it? Yeah, Tyreek is looking damn good. Although to be fair, without him, they they seem to be still doing pretty good offense, but. Yeah, yeah. And, but no, we'll see. Sure. We'll see what happens because what will probably happen is Lamar will win it because he looked pretty good. Well, yeah, they were. Um, I think Purdy was saying that CMC is his MVP, as yeah. you were saying there. Um, but I think Dak was in the hunt or in the question or in the conversation, should I say? Um, no, until, that... until this weekend when he yeah. was an absolute dog shit. Um, yeah, it was. But yeah. yeah. The mark against Dak is that he, he crumbles when it, it actually matters. Yeah, which I totally agree. And they lose to the big teams, don't they? So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it goes, how the, the league votes and how it... Um, but I, I would love nothing more than a non-QB to win. Yeah. Um, I, I read another weird stat the other day, and I don't know how true it is, but I thought it was quite intriguing. Um, and something about, like... There hasn't been a white quarter, cornerback, starting cornerback, for like over 20 years on any team. Yes, I read that the other day too. Yeah. Which I was like, <clears throat> interesting. But yeah, it's just, um, yeah, I thought that was quite an interesting little read. And didn't I say something, there was another, is it Mendenhall, Shad Mendenhall, I'm sure he sent out a really controversial tweet talking about um, <coughs> there should just be a, a white pro ball versus black pro ball. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. he's basically shouting about how the black players are the only things that are keeping this league alive. And this yeah, It might, have, it might have been him that suggested that, actually, funny enough, thinking about it. But yeah, yeah. he was like, if you do a, a white versus black, that um, um, you'll see who the real winners and who the real athletes are. Yeah, I thought that was a bit of a, a strange one to go down, but hey yeah, it's strange, eh? So there's not very many uh, corner, uh, quarterbacks of colour, and then the other way with cornerbacks, there's not many white cornerbacks. It's just it's weird, eh? Yeah. Oh, you, you could go down a very dark rabbit hole with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Have you ever sort of heard of... Uh, um, I was discussing this with a friend a while ago. It's sort of the... What, 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 what is it like? It's, it's, it's sort of like a, a sort of covert racism, 
where certain players get described by certain attributes and whether or not they're white or they're black like if it's a white quarterback it's they're a good thinker they're you know they're smart they're intelligent whereas if it's you know say like a black wide receiver it's like oh he's fast he's quick. It's all those sort of yeah, things yeah. that are associated with you know and of course all this it's all so ingrained that all the sports commentators you know sort of say oh yeah he's got great speed he's got great you know um he's flying you know he's a great catcher he's got great speed great leap or oh he's got a great brain he's got a great football brain all this sort of stuff it, it, it's you know and you you actually you know, when he sort of spoke about it i listened i listened to some of the commentary just like actually bloody hell yeah it is so ingrained it's just like all these sort of set words for a set group of people yeah, man. yeah you, you can really go down a dark <laughs> rabbit hole with that yeah, it's, it's super strange. And like, obviously, you can look at the treatment of Kaepernick as well um, and how that's gone down. And, you know, a lot of that came down to the movement of the kneeling and stuff like that. So, yeah, there's all so many. There's so much politics behind closed doors that we don't know about and we don't see. There's which a lot is, which of, is crazy. A lot down to the owners are the ones that actually league uh, own this league, really. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are white owners that are still stuck in their ways, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Seventy plus geriatric billionaires. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Gun wielding seventy-atric. Yeah, people still in the nineteen fifties. Yeah. Right, should we slide out of that conversation? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <coughs> should we talk about some dirty hits? Dirty hits. <laughs> no, nah, we'll move on from that too. I don't know if we're ready for that one. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I don't know. Is it me, or does it seem like there are a lot more late hits and sort of sneaky blindside shots, you know, sneaking into the game this year? It just seems to be highlighted more. I don't know. There's whether been a lot of... to them being more hot on throwing flags for them, and then it gets highlighted, or the fact that players are getting—I don't know. Well, I threw that out in the in the chat didn't I, about Brady saying mm. that it's it's harder and harder for defenders to kind of play against the uh, these types of offenses now. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Just I'd say that that Pittman hit was just oh, horrendous. It was bad. It was a it was a horrible hit. Yeah. So you know why why aren't the coaches then saying right play it smart? You know he, he if he's if he's if he's in the air full length and catches the ball, let him land. Because he might hit the ground and he might just lodge the ball. It becomes an incomplete pass. Or let him land, touch him down. And then, you know, you're not then being hit for an unsportsmanlike and 15 yards and an ejection. You know, I think the problem is they're always, they're always, ingra- it's all ingrained to win at any, not at any cost, at any moment they possibly can. And at that time, that ball was in the air, the player was in the air. And, his job was to stop him, and yeah, it hit him bad, and it bent his neck and back, back at a horrendous angle. But he was only doing what every other team would be doing at that time, which was trying to stop the ball going anywhere further forward. I guess I'm not condoning the hit at all. It was it was a horrible hit. But he was but, going horizontally. It wasn't going any further forward. He's going to hit the deck, and you just put your hands on him. That's well, yeah, it. but again, it's the fact that he would have gained all those yards, whereas he stopped those yards from being gained. Obviously, he got the yellow, um, which actually then brought everything forward anyway. But mm. like in his head at that time, it was a: uh, we need to stop this play dead. We cannot have them gaining this yardage and. Yeah, split, sec- split second decision, isn't it? It is, isn't it? It's it's a tough one because these defenders have got to try and stop all these forward plays. And at that time, he was stopping that forward play, and yeah, it turned out to be a horrible hit. Like if you'd actually watched twenty minutes earlier, he'd done exactly the same to another player, but it was a clean hit, and he destroyed mm. him. Mm. But it wasn't a penalty because he hit him clean, so it was the same play. It was just unfortunate that the play was. At a different angle and it hit. <laughs> yeah, I think at that sort of like when you're in that sort of trajectory and you know in the end it's like players should go for the ball more rather than the player because you've got more chance of dislodging it or hitting the hand or but yeah like full on shoulder charge to the neck and the back while he's you know pretty much sideways a meter above the ground. It's just a defenseless hit, isn't it? So you got yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I thought it was awful. It was bad. But it's, it's, like you say, at that time in that, that split second, you're going for that ball, you're going to stop the second, play, isn't it? Do you also yeah. think, though, that like this in this day and age, like because sports science and everything like nutrition and, and like workout programs are all now so tailored to everyone in, individually that the you know the hits are harder and stronger because everyone is so much more you know built for it you know they're, they're much more athletic i mean like you know you've got 320 pound linemen running right you know sort of four fives you know 40 dashes and this sort of stuff so yeah. you know, do you think you know at this point you've got to say right, <coughs> the science has actually made this game dangerous because we've now got to a point where you know, people are flying in and going to get hurt because of the way that they are built, the way that they are, you know, sort of uh, trained. And I think like it also you know, goes hand in hand with the fact that they don't tackle. Like, they don't, like, apart from hitting a pad, like, training now through camp, they have maybe one or two full pad practices and all the other times it's all touch. And so when it comes to actually tackling someone, they don't know how to tackle. And so they know they've got shoulder pads on. So they're going to be yeah. leading with the shoulder more than they are than a normal tackle. There's no, yeah, there's no technique. The confidence the pads give you, even like I remember when I played rugby and I wasn't even that very that good. But the, conf- the extra confidence you have when you've got pads on, like even just like mm-hmm. thin rugby shoulder pads is mad. So you yeah, have to have yeah. the full gear on, but with no tackle technique and to lead with the, sh- lead with the shoulder because you know you're going to knock him on his ass because of momentum. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is that like anyone who who have a rugby background who can teach anyone how to tackle is going to make a lot of money if they could go over to a team and say, right, this is tackle practice. Well, this is what I yeah, don't no, understand how because there's no rules. Yeah, it's just hit them as hard as they can and stop them. Yeah, that, it's not. Yeah, it's basically, not kind you of, just got to stop it. Doesn't matter how you do it. Yeah, you're stopping that forward momentum or hoping that they don't catch it. So you're literally just smacking into them because as soon as you've touched them and then they hit the ground, then that's the play dead. Like you don't have to take them to the ground as long as you've touched them, and then yeah. he hits the floor or anything. Then that's the play over. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because if you shoulder charge someone, you're, you're stopping their momentum and them going forward. But if you, you know, go for a low tackle, they're still going to make a yard or two as you go with them on the tackle. So yeah, you might as well just drop the shoulder and stop them in their, you know, in their tracks kind of thing. Mm. Which is where the horrible hits come. Yeah. 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 Oh, good chap. Right then, Stomo. It's time. We're only half an hour in, but let's talk about some uh, of our league quarterfinals. Hey, two big games. <coughs> How did they go down? Uh, yeah, apologies for the sniffs and the coughs and the nose blowing <coughs> and all that. Um, so we start with a five yard matchup and Rob and his Thornley Hornets went up against Stocks and his newly saved ballers. This one, as. This one was as predicted, and Sleeper said it was going to it would be a walkover for stocks. But we said last week that it was going to be a close one. We know Rob has a sneaky little team. Um, and they score higher than their prediction. And Rob had all his team play scoring 299 points. Stocks, on the other hand, had 283 points going into Monday night. Oh god, that's awful. With AJ Brown to play. The last time this happened, we were still waiting for AJ Brown as he was a no-show. This time around, unfortunately for Stocks, he didn't bring the goods needed. And the score finished 299.87 to 299.03, sending Rob into the semi-final, agonizingly close for Stocks after a hard-fought season. Oh, George, just, I mean, awesome for Rob to kind of wake up to that, but absolutely gutted for Stocks to see that he was not even a point away. Like, I mean, granted, we are recording this on Tuesday and nothing has been finalised until tomorrow morning with any stat corrections. So we might end up putting this out and finding out that something might have changed. It might have actually been better for Rob. He ends up getting 300 points and stocks gets less. <coughs> like, at this moment in time, Rob is through with less than a point. Yeah, crazy. That's crazy. crazy. That's crazy, isn't it? Great, great call from Rob to start that Vegas defense, though. Oh, huge, huge call. Mm. Um, but th- but this, yeah, was a, this was a matchup of um, 
defenses and tight ends, wasn't it? I mean, like the Raiders, 67 points, the Dolphins, 73, uh, and Joku for Rob, 43, Laporta for Stocks at 36. Everyone else was middle of the road. There was no sort of real other standout sort of points there. It was yeah, just there's low... a lot of red, isn't there? There's a lot of red. Yeah. Like Sleeper throws in those red points to say that they didn't score as well. There's a lot of that and a lot of in the teams and single figures. <coughs> the um, I think the other thing, oh, what was it? Oh yeah, the, um, did you see Njuku try and do a um, a leap over the player as well? Yeah, yeah, that was mm-hmm. hilarious. He went up and jumped really, really high, but the other guy jumped as well, and so they literally just kind of collided in midair. It was like, oh yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> he's been went, good in Joku. Oh, no, he's been brilliant, hasn't he? Mm. Especially with Flacco yeah, at the moment. Yeah, and so so has Laporta. Laporta's been a phenomenal. Next level one player. Yeah. To say yeah. that he's a um a rookie. Crazy. And then yeah, so you see Stock started the Dolphins defense and they also went nuts. So it was um if you if your defense is going pretty much toe to toe, you know you're in for a you're in for a good one. Yeah. Well it was the because it was was after Thursday night. Obviously, Rob was up <coughs> quite a lot of points. He had 67 from his, de- his defence. He had um, a couple of other points from somewhere else. I can't remember unless it was just that. Abdullah, wasn't it? Yeah. And so, he was up quite a while and there was that first grenade thrown. Um, but then, like, that first Sunday night bit of... Oh, was it Saturday games or Sunday night? Yeah, there's some Saturday games as well. Yeah, yeah. it kind of threw stocks right back into it. Um, and he kind of threw his grenade in, and he was just so close all the way through. But yeah, shows it with 0.87 to 0.03, and that was all that was in it. Yeah, man. And Rob, Rob's a sneaky team. I don't know why they underestimate him because he always, he always, he's been blowing that bloody prediction out the war. He is every week. Every, well, at least this last few weeks, anyway. Yeah, yeah. himself so, into the playoffs and then into the semi-finals. I think I would. I don't know. Don't know out of the two of them who I would prefer to have played, but you know they both they both can be sneaky good on their day. So yeah, they've oh, yes. some good cracking scores. Eh? This is the matchup that goes to play against you, Simon. Yeah. Well, here, are, gentlemen, there is a new curse. Ooh, oh, I love a good curse. Yeah. All right. So, in the four years we've been running this league, the third seed has never won a quarter final. Interesting. Ooh-wee. Yeah. Oh, so in, damn. So in 2020, I was the third seed. I lost to you, Andy. Uh, in 2021, Dan was the third seed, lost to Rob. Last year, Susie lost to Facker. And then this year, if it holds without any stat corrections, Stocks has lost to Rob. So maybe you can start calling Rob the third seed slayer. There you go. Oof. That is some. Yeah, you don't want that one, do you? I mean, you both, both talking to you guys about uh, stopping these jinxes that are happening. You both went um, regular season champions in the Robin Wood and Bowlers last season, and then went and won it for the first time in how was it, thirteen years. That it's that that hoodoo's been going on for the first time, <laughs> not getting a championship. But you both slaughtered that one. So that was just, yeah. this new hoodoo's come through. On the third seed, yeah. So my game with Mark was very, very tight in the Robinwood League, and the, I'm pretty sure the last time I either played him or Thacker is when that DK went absolutely nuts. Remember, yeah. he's been he had been crap all that time, and then all of a sudden he got like three touchdowns, 145 yards, and I had I didn't think I had enough, and DK still had to play, and I was like, I haven't got enough yet, and I ended up beating him by a point because DK obviously didn't go absolutely bananas, but. Man, yeah, close, close. There you go. There you go, uh, Robert. <clears throat> well done. Uh, really sorry for you, Stocks. Really, really good season after being a couple of years down in, in the dumps. You pulled it out and had a, a solid season this year, 9-5. and five, But, yeah, gutted to be going out in the the first round. But super for Rob getting through to the semi-finals. 
Mm. Yeah, great game. Yeah. Right, next up for us then, Sai. Next up, we have the other quarterfinal. Storm and his Rex City Thunder going up against Susie and her Pfizer Chiefs. This one was over by the end of Sunday. A fantastic battle with Susie putting up 322 points, but Storm had 324 going into Monday night's game and still had Swift to play. The final score was 353 to 322, sending Storm into the semis and Susie dropping into the fifth place playoff. Awesome. Tight that way. Tight, tight, tight. Well, that's a huge battle. Like both deserving to be in the uh, in the playoffs with those scores. Just gutted for Susie with the uh, with the three hundreds, and gutted for Susie as well because I wanted her rather than having to go against <laughs> you, Stormo, and lose to you, no doubt. Um, yeah, mate, it was a mammoth battle. Um, I went down Rob's road and chose the Raiders' defense in Robin Wood, and you know, same sort of thing there. And then I was like, oh, okay, I don't, I can't take them in this league because Rob's taking them. So I thought I'd play. New Orleans, and they had a decent game compared to what Susie's defense did. And I was like, okay, yeah, you know, I'm in, in for a good one here. And then watch Cook, and he went absolutely fucking bananas. 64 like, points, oh, yeah. God's yeah. sakes, Cook. Would you just bloody relax, man? <laughs> and then she had Pollard, and she had that score just kept going. Ding, ding, Single ding, three. Ding, ding, he ding, went off for 52 ding, points. Yeah. And it just kept going. And like at one point, I felt like I had like a 150 point buffer. And then the next time I looked, it was pretty much neck and neck. And then Susie was in the lead. I thought, oh, God, this is going to be horrible. Yeah. Um, but then luckily I still had a, a couple of players to play. And, yeah, I didn't have to rely on Swift because, you know, even being like a point or two behind, you could lose him to injury well, you pretty just look soon at, on. Um, Stocks, um, the last two times that he's had yeah. to rely on AJ Brown, <laughs> ended up being a ball ache for him. Yeah, mate. And then I had so many, I mean, in Orange, like, Hill went out, I was like, do I play Waddle? I really want to play Gibson. Do I play Flowers? Do I keep Ingram in? And I just couldn't play, do I play D-Hop? I, like, I couldn't decide who I wanted in those two flex spots. Um, it just went back and forth and back and forth. And then I ended up just going for dinner on Sunday and forgetting that I left Gibson in. Um, cool. But had I played Waddle, it would have been even more comfortable. Yeah, another four, yeah. that's 40 points yeah. on your bench. Although, yeah. for the how many games I think it's like three games in a row now that Susie's left Addison on on a bench. Yeah, he, she, he went nuts too. 37 points for him. So Actually, I say that three games in a row. Last game, he only got seven. So you can understand why she's not playing him. But that's a lot of points on, his, on a bench. Yeah, yeah well, it was like, and you know, Palmer scored loads as well. Not that I would have played him because of um, no Herbert, but yeah. yeah, it's just those decisions that you think you second-guess yourself. Especially if you lose, you second-guess yourself even more. Yeah. Uh, and I said to you in a chat, like, it don't really matter whether I play Waddle or not if I win. But, you know, it could have, I would have, you know, been cursing myself had I, had I lost and not played him. Yeah. Well, you, you look at your score, Storm, like your wide receivers finally showed up. Like, St. Brown got 34, Adam yeah. got 34. But then Ty Chandler got 50 points for you. Yeah, he did well. He did well. Uh, and, uh, and yeah. Really when you come down to it, it is that defensive change, difference in the score. Like you know, that's a difference of thirty-two points. That's yeah, the, yeah. that's the game, isn't it? You know. So yeah, de defense. <laughs> and then um, because of like the flowers and the Palmer and you know the Quinton Johnson and all the D hops and I was like, I was speaking to Pitsy and probably Rob about it as well, to be honest. And I was like, ah, they're like, you should just rest Adams. And I think I mentioned in the last pod, I was like, I can't. There's no way on God's green earth that I can leave Adams out of my starting lineup. The pitches are just leave Sam Brown. I was like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> and they both showed up. But yeah, oh man, it's tough. It's just when, you, when you've got all your players available, it's really hard. Um, you know I'm what I was? A, I've not had a lot of choice this season. I was all down Where to had... uh, scaring them and saying, look, guys, I'm going to bench you right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's to pull them out of the bag. So. But yeah, it's actually, I would say it's actually harder sometimes having options than, you know, just, oh, shit, I've only got two players I can play. Just need to put them um, in, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, when you've got choices and stuff, it makes life slightly challenging. So, but yeah, no, it was super, super tough battle um, well, against my, my Wrexham foe, so. First and second highest scores of the week. Yeah. Yeah, tough one for Susie to take there. She'd have been on the other side of it. 
should have been straight through into the semis. So, gutted, gutted. <clears throat> there you go. Well done. Congratulations to you anyway, uh, Stomo. All right. Right. Okay, on to the big battles at the bottom now. A quick touch on these games because they don't care. Uh, Finder losers destroyed <laughs> Rolling with Mahomes, 305 to 248. That is the season finishes. Dan takes the series to two and one against Mark. And the other game saw the Generals destroy the Gotham City Rogues, 269 to 192. And that win for Taka makes it a whitewash, two and zero for the season. Is there anything that you really want to pick up on those two, or do you just want to fly on by? Choke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, what did we what did we call it in the last pod? Uh, I don't know, but that's all that was. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, they were. Um, <laughs> it was a bit of fun. What what did I call it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, but that's all it was, man. Just a little bit of fun. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, they've got those scores now. Great, happy days. Right, we'll move on to Summer's <coughs> champions of the week. Okay, let me just wet my whistle and get my my throat ready. We are the champions of the week. Lovely. Um, yeah, you're beautiful. Um, slightly tricky this week because we didn't have that little cheat sheet that I normally use that tells us who scored what here and there um, because they're too cool to do it in the players, apparently. Um, so I had to do a bit more homework like back in, back in, back in there to get all the figures. So highest scoring quarterback was Goff, 63 points for Mark, Purdy, 56 points for Dan, and Baker Mayfield, 54 points on the free agency. He had a great game, didn't he? Mm. He had a great game. He was great to watch. Um, running back CMC, as we spoke about earlier, he was just an absolute beast. Cook as well, we spoke about just like, I was cursing my team. I wanted to go to bed at one point when he was playing. I was like, for fuck's sakes, Cook, just <laughs> do one. Because um, I say Mark and Susie, I had him in two leagues against me. I was like, oh, God, I hate this. Singletary, who's been phenomenal. He's kept Pierce out. Obviously, you'd know about that side because Pierce seems to not be getting any ball now, does he? So Singletary no. seems to be the main man. 52 yeah. points for him. Highest scoring wide receiver, Waddle, for me. Godwin for Susie, 39 points. Addison for Susie, 37 points. Oh, you see, the last two the running backs and wide receivers, she's had number one. Uh, sorry, she's had number two and number three on both the running back and the wide receiver list. And unfortunately, she's still, still lost. Yeah, mate. High scoring tight end. Njoku, 43 points for Rob. Laporte, 36 points for Stocks. McBride, what a pickup he's been for, for Thacker. 34 points. Yeah. Highest scoring kicker was, is it Daniel Colson? Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Colson for the Raiders, 18 points. And I think in the top six or top seven, six of them are free agents uh, and the highest scoring kickers this week. Is that correct? Hang on, look. Unless there's been players added. <coughs> Carlson, Coughlin, Gay, Prater. Gay. They're all... Yep. So, so that's five. Five out of yep. the top six. Three agents. Six. Yeah. Uh, and then highest scoring defense was the Finns, 73 points. The Raiders, 67 points. And the Texans, <coughs> 55 points. Also free agents. So, highest scoring non-starters. O'Connell on Rob's bench. Yeah, this was the hard one. O'Connell on Rob's bench, 54 points. Had a game and a half against the Chargers. The last time we played him, Max sacked him about 18 times. (laughs) And this week, he absolutely dicks on us. Uh, McKinnon on my bench, 26 points. Waddle on my bench, 40 points. Hunter Henry, 30 points on Duff's bench. Or 36 points, could be, I don't know. Could be a six, could be a zero. Um, Myers, 30 points. Myers, 10 points for Susie. And then the Browns defense for me. Um, so I, once again, I picked the right defense. Yes. Nice. Good at that defense. Yeah. Um, so looking back at last week's predictions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you love um, Okay. Pitsy, you ready? Sai, you ready with the, the, the scene? Yep. So. Uh, Purdy, number two. Oh, four points, Pitsy. Hurts, nowhere near. He's number eight, seven, eight. Oh, uh, Love, he's not on there. 
Um, Pitsy, you said Jacobs, who was then injured, and your backup was Karen Williams? Yeah, he's fifth. Oh, one point. Uh, Kamara? Not on there. Bijan was fucking useless. Yeah, no idea. Lamb? Yes, please. Uh, nope. Pittman? Injured? Nope. Hill? Nope. Yeah, so Hill, uh, and then I think he crossed Hill out and it said Devontae Smith. Nope. So zero all round. Njoku? Uh, Njoku was number one. Yeah. But see, oh, you, mate, you could be breaking the, breaking the record, yeah? Ooh, Ingram? Ingram, not there. Not there. McBride? McBride's three. three. So that gives him three points. Uh, McPherson? Not there. Sanders? He's seventh. Oh, no eighths this week so far. Tucker? Eighth. Uh, yes! <laughs> At least one. Eight points. Oh, eight I points see. But, you see, Butker's number eight on my list. Oh, they've got the same points. I've got on my, points. on my computer, it says Tucker's eighth and Butker's nine. Uh, I see, oh, controversial, Sleeper. Because I think I've got Butker in my team. I think they put him higher than Tucker. Interesting. Okay, nine is defense. Uh, not there. Falcons. Not there. Miami. Top of the list. Five. So, Pitsy, you win this week with a season tying of 10 points. Oh, 10. Damn it. Storm, get, Storm gets a big fat bagel, and yes. Thacker gets eight points. So, nice work there, Thacker. Clawed it back at the end because you were shit to start. I like, yeah. was shit the whole way through. <laughs> So, yeah, good work, team. Oh, just good work, mate. Thank you very much. Good work, Pitsy. You finally got 10 points, mate. 10 points, I know. Scores on the door, 10 points. Who can beat 10 points? I'll take that next week. Thank you. <laughs> cool. Sweet. Um, let me just find... Here it is. Here we go, then. Straight into, <coughs> if we can, the semi-finals. Two mega... Matchups to get into the Ballers Super Bowl. Stomo, who's up first? So we start with Simon and his Hammerbond Feather Ones going up against Rob and his Thornley Hornets. And after a crazy close quarterfinal and squeezing into the playoffs himself, Rob is flying high heading into this game. Simon has won both games against Rob this year, so Rob will be looking to make this one count. Ooh, interesting. I can't really see these games at the moment because it is Wednesday that everything changes, uh, and so it's not even given us. A, I think the playoffs. Of... Let's mention that the playoffs has something to do with it because normally we can see a little bit, but yes. yeah, the playoffs has made it all go crazy. Yeah. So we can look at their teams, I guess. Yeah, so I've got a couple of matchups. I had to do a bit of digging and go into teams, actual teams, um, which also made life slightly more challenging. But I've got there in the end. No. Nice. Um, so for matchups, I've gone uh, CMC, obviously Simon's top running back against Choa, um, who seems to be doing really well for Rob this season. I've gone for Lamb versus Evans, and then I've gone for can Goddard come, you know, back from that injury and uh, go up against Njoku, who's flying high at the minute. Nice. Yeah, that Njoku is he's doing very well at the moment. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it should be a good game that. I think I'll just be hiding behind the sofa all for the whole entire weekend. It's going to be mad, isn't it? Oh. <clears throat> I think this is the hardest game, the semi-final. You just sort of like, oh, did I, yeah, do I do this? Do I do that? Because when it's the final, it's just like right, best team set and forget. Yeah, semi-final yeah. is just like right, who's going to be like the yeah you know, the difference maker? Who's going to be that sort of um, just that random person that's going to go off and score sixty points or you know something like that? And it's just. Yeah, it is sort of, you know, is life, you know, it is just sort of like, uh, head, absolute head fuck. It is. And you're also, you're a winner and you're in the money, aren't you? So whether you come first or second, you've got, you've got cash coming back. Uh, yeah. yeah. Didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I know, I know that from previous <laughs> experience. Yeah, because you, you've always had the nothing come back. You've lost, haven't you? Three semifinals, <laughs> three losses. Three, four players. I've always missed out. 
Det tycker jag är bara väldigt bra att uppröra. Funny. Funny, mate. So yeah, extra pressure on you there, so. Yeah. With the millions you could win if you, you know, win this semi-final. This is like the championship, you know. This is like that promotion from game. the championship. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the 120 million pound game, yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what these semi-finals are like. See the million pound game. That's how I've got that stuck in my head. That's for the Super League. If we go into the, from the Championship into the Super League, yeah, that's called a million pound game. It's not quite the uh, the same as a Premiership game, is it? It's not no. quite as yeah. the Championship playoff, hundred and twenty mil. Yeah, it's close though. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck you two. Oh, thank Should you. Should be a good game. This yeah. should be a good game. We'll see. Right then. So. The second piece of deja vu, okay, because the first one was um, Stocks and Rob with exactly the same game I uh, when I was on last, and also you two were the game when I was on last. Oh, seriously? So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's proper deja vu at the moment. So, so was... it's deja vu all over again, and I get to introduce the game Pitsy didn't want, the Ballers game of the week, the big one, Bradford versus Wrexham. <laughs> Yorkshire versus the historic county of Denbighshire. England versus South Africa. Gloria awaits the winner and hopefully a meeting with me. Eternal shame <laughs> and fourth awaits Pitsy. As he and his strong side Cornbread now face old rival Storm and his Rex City Thunder. Storm has always had the better of Pitsy in the playoffs, but Pitsy has won both games this season and already and will want to escape that fourth place curse with a hat trick over Storm this week. Ooh, boy. Oh, God, that's made it even sound even worse, man. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about I'm pressure, but I'm saying it like that, so crikey. <laughs> there's just pressure all around for this game. It doesn't matter where you look, there's still. just pressure. Yeah. Oh. Horrible, Ugh, just horrible, 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 horrible. Well, right, who we picked for this team... one? Oh. Say that again. Sorry, uh, sorry, well, consider, considering your team didn't turn up last week, I'd be sort of, you know, I'm absolutely papping it. Yeah. What did What did you guys score? Obviously, on your buzz. Can do, do you know that? Yeah, Pitsy scored two hundred and forty six, which oh, yeah, only which would only have beaten Duffer last week. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, without without, without his quarterback. Yeah. I didn't take. I, yeah, I didn't take. Um, I didn't swap Hill out. I would, have, I would have obviously swapped Hill out, but that doesn't really change anything. No. And oh, got, yeah, we can have another week like that. Yeah, I got three hundred and five, so I would have beaten both the guys this week. Um, Who are you playing this week? Guys, yeah. Yeah, I'm playing this week, but yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd be yeah, just like oh my god, yeah. now's oh, not the time to go, to go on holiday, team. Me and uh, me and Sai Pete behind the curtain, me inside, definitely had a, a separate text message that said, we are so glad we're on a bye week this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. It was it was tough sledding, that's, that's for sure. Oh, gosh, that's awful. Yeah, oh, well, that even adds even more pressure, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so I've, um, the matchups I've gone for this, I've gone two former MVPs, Mahomes versus Jackson. Mahomes has got to pull his finger out at some fucking point. He's going to cost me everything. It's been absolutely wank. Come on. Um, Cup versus Adams. Like, there's one more. Can you say about those two, to be honest? And they've gone for Kamara versus Chandler. Come on, Chandler. Let's have another game like that, I reckon. So, yeah, those are my matchups. Big. Is Mattinson due back or? Is who back? Mattinson. Mattinson back. I don't know, mate. Um, he could be. Oh, I, haven't, I haven't been trying to follow his. I've been just uh, hopefully. Well, if it's not Chandler, Jones is back now with Dylan sideline with his thumb. So, yeah, one of them just needs to step up. I'm not fast. Hopefully both of them, but at least one of them. <laughs> Where's my? Oh, yeah, I didn't put Matson out of my team. <coughs> he, was out. Uh, he says he is working to return to practice, but it's not said anything other than that. But the fact that Chandler's exploded doesn't help his situation. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm going to be struggling to try and fit some of my team together this week. Oh, yeah, well, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the one. Everyone's out injured. All bad. All bad. 
Yeah, I'm finally getting mine back, mate, which is nice. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Well, good luck. Good luck. Yeah, you too, bro. You too. Sorry, I forgot what I was going to say there. I was like, hey, I suppose yeah, I could say good you. luck to you as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, three of the games happened this week, funnily enough. Uh, the fifth place playoff between Stocks and Susie. Stocks is 2-0 over Susie this year. Ollie and Mark, they play each other for their last game of the year. Technically, this is the toilet ball for the worst of the worst. Uh, it is 1-1 one one this season as well between these two, so it'll be f- funny to see who comes out on top. And finally, Dan and Facker. Well, this is the best one, actually. They fight it off for the best trophy in town. It is the flip and flop ball. It is the tuna yes. ball. What a way to finish yeah. their season, having this one. Uh, Thacker is 2-0 and this, this season. Is, this is the game of the weekend, this one. Yeah, the flip is, and flop really ball, is. The flip and flop ball. All day. Tune All ball, day. flip and flop ball, whatever you want to call it, is going to be off the hook. Uh, <laughs> Thacker make, is 2-0. and <laughs> You make it sound like a college bowl game, you know? Like the, well, that's, the, I think that's what it is. The bowl or something like that. <laughs> Right, in um, ball, this is like bigger than the Super Bowl in ballers, ballers terminology. It is. <laughs> so, can he make it a full house to finish the season? Who the fuck knows? But I don't think he cares. So, it's all just a bit of fun. That's all. Yeah, just fun, mate. That's it. Nice. Um. So normally we would do Mr. Big stuff here, but as I say, I can't because we were. It's. It's to be fair, it's my fault. We we're not recording tomorrow night because I've got to go to my end of season do so I'm going to be absolutely three sheets to the wind by the time shall 10 I, o'clock um, comes shall I do your Mr Big Stuff for you yeah you just sing it for me mate Mr Big Stuff and predicted oh, first who's, is who's gonna come up? who do you think you are Thanks. sorry I forgot about that predicted yeah. first it's Alan Eckler and the Ravens and Njoku and the Vikings and well, I, I can you? actually tell you who their projections <laughs> are if you want them Go on, mate. So week sixteen. So the ones the ones I just said aren't the predictions, no. No, I don't think so. <laughs> so the week sixteen projections uh, for quarterbacks: it's Hurts, Mahomes, Allen. Nice. Running back: CMC, Karen Williams, Rashad White. Oh, interesting! White had a good game. Uh, weirdly, Jonathan Taylor is fourth. JT could be back this week. I've read actually somewhere. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Good. Because uh, Moss is injured as well, isn't he? So, uh, yeah, yeah. Wide receivers: Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb. That's nice. quite a good three of that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm just hoping that Tyreek Hill has done right and resting his that ankle. Yeah, I need him in my other league, so it's going to be yeah. hard because you need him in this league. I need but, him in my other league. Yeah, yeah. All right, tight end. We got Kelsey, Hawkinson, Laporta. Good three there. Yeah, yeah. Kickers, sure. uh Booker, Sanders. Defense, Denver, Kansas, New York, Jets. Wow. That's a good defense group, eh? Yeah. All three of them are doing very well at the moment. Who are the Broncos playing? New they are England. playing New England. Oh nice. Simon has picked them up. Because they're playing yeah. the Chargers next week as well. For four dollars. Yeah, no, in the final, good call there, so good call. Ooh, that you thrown him into the final. <coughs> <laughs> good call. Oh, very nice, very nice, Pitts. Um, so matches this week, we've got all sorts of games this week. We've got Thursday night games, Saturday games, Sunday games, Monday game, Christmas Day games. Make games coming out of our oh, backside this week. Games all over the places, throwing everybody yeah. out for a loop. Mm. Faux show. So I've got the Saints versus the Rams Thursday night. You've got the Bengals versus the Steelers on Saturday. You've got the Bills and the Chargers, the Packers and the Panthers, the Lions versus the Vikings, Jags versus the Bucks, the Patriots versus the Browns, Chiefs versus the Raiders on Christmas Day, Eagles versus the Giants on Christmas Day. You've got the Ravens versus the Niners. Oh, mate, there's massive games all around the place. There are a couple of others on there, but I have to say I got bored of writing again. There's three Christmas Eve games. On that Sunday. Oh, nice. Um, the, the late window. Yeah, the late window. So that's Jacksonville, oh. Tampa Bay. I don't there know what that... also, I'm that? trying to think what my wife's going to be like if I try and watch football on Christmas Eve. I know. I'm going to be at my mother-in-law's. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm going to miss a lot yeah. of football this weekend. 
and quite possibly the most in. important weekend of the whole entire thing. I didn't actually think about that. Mm. Uh, anyway, there's Arizona versus Chicago. Sorry, Dan, that's, that's the Cardinals versus the Bears. Uh, and the main game is the crybaby Dallas Cowboys uh, versus the Miami Dolphins. Rabbi, that's a big matchup, that isn't it? Big yeah. matchup, that. That's going to be a okay. shootout. Okay, okay. And teams. if you're waiting up so... to see, if you want waiting up to see if Santa's coming, the one o'clock in the morning game is new. That massive New England versus Denver game. Yeah, I'm not waiting. I'm not watching that. Show. I think we'll uh, go to sleep and make sure Santa comes. Yeah. He knows when you're awake. You see, because the Bills and the Chargers are playing late as well. I'm not watching that crap either. Mm. Um, after, especially after they dicked on the the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm not watching that. No chance. Christmas Day, Christmas Day, six p.m. for us. Yeah, that's Raiders versus Chiefs. That should be a good game, you know. If you want to watch a bit more on Christmas Day at half past nine. Uh, that's Giants versus Eagles. And if you're really absolutely steaming and you're staying up through into Boxing Day morning, then you've got Baltimore versus San Fran. Oof, that's a game and a half. That's yeah, a huge that's a game. game. That, that's the game I wish was on at 9 o'clock, man. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> okay, well, taking those Christmas... Games into consideration. Oh, just thinking ties. about that. Sorry, the um, Baltimore game with it being that late. I'm waiting for Lamar's score there. Aren't I? Yeah, you are. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I hate that. I hate having to wait for a Monday night game score. Well, especially when you don't know. Yeah, it's when. Well, it depends. Like, yeah, you'll you'll know whether you're in the lead or how much you need him yeah, to get. And so that's, Sai, you'll be waiting for CMC. Yeah. Ugh, all these things. Yeah, all these things. horrible. Yeah. So, so thinking about those teams and who's playing who and who are we going for? Scores right, on the door. What, scores what doing? on the, the doors. Right, quarterbacks. <sighs> Josh Allen. Allen against the Chargers. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to dick on the Chargers, I think. He is, yeah. yeah. I said, who's thinking about it? Mm. Oh. Oof. Are you going this side? I don't know. Um, I need to pull up some of the other games. Yeah. Uh, hang on a sec. Um, where is he? Where is he? What did he get last week? Justin Fields. Interesting. Against Arizona Cardinals. Mm. So you're going Fields. Nice. That's Yeah, that could be good. I'm going to go Hurts. It will hurt against the New York Giants. Hurts against the Giants, yeah. I like, I like the sound of that. You think he's going to get right this week? Yeah, hopefully. That's has got Chris... two touchdowns last week, yeah. And I think that's he's a... going to... That's a Christmas, that's... Christmas Day uh, game as well, so we've been waiting for that scoreline for... It depends, well, it depends on if you're playing Hurts or not. So... <laughs> Oh yes, I think last last time that Rob and I played, like all his players started at six, and none of mine started until like nine twenty-five. So <laughs> all of his players have played, and I had like four po- oh, sort of twenty points because one player had played, and all his he had like two hundred and something points because everyone had played. It was ridiculous. Brilliant. Good. And there's the three quarterbacks then. Right. Yeah, Running quarterbacks backs. then. Running backs. Running backs. Cook. Yeah, fucking Cook against the gym. That don't surprise me. Cook. Uh, I might actually go CMC against Baltimore. Oh, tough D. Tough D, nice. Um, and I'm going to go Jones against the Panthers. Ooh. Mm, Interesting. Nice. Interesting. Wide receivers. I'm going to match mine up with my uh, quarterback and go Stefan Diggs against the Chargers. Diggs. Stop fucking dicking on the Chargers, man. Yeah, sorry about that. CD. Lamb for so. Back in your boy. I just see that Miami game as a shootout. I'm going Amon. Amon Raw. Minnesota order. Good. Tight ends. Straight in. 
I'm going to go Kelsey this week. I've got a good feeling he's going to pay me back for being and Kelsey like this season. Uh, I'm going to go with Laporta, I think. Laporta. Good call. Congrats. Against Minnesota. Minnesota. I was going to go with Njoku again against Houston, but I'll just no, no, I'll stay with Laporta. Trey McBride. Good call. Oh, he's been so good this season. Yeah. Good call. Kickers. This is hard because I can't fucking remember all their names. This is the one position I don't know all their names. Um, I'm going to go with Justin Tucker against that San Fran. He might have to kick a lot. Tucker. I'm going to go. What's his face? What's the Texan boy called? Fairbairn. Fairbairn. Yeah, he kicked a right, right, right yeah. two seconds to win the, that game, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Kiyomi is fair, man. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, bloody hell. Uh, no. Are you both going, Bills? Is that, what, is that allowed? Oh, do we, but I didn't hear what Storm said. I've cut out for a second there. Did Storm say Bills? He did say Bills. All right, I'll change. Uh, Packers. Against the Carolina Panthers. Interesting. Good. That's everybody then, isn't it? Have I lost you both? No, you've still got me. Oh, ooh, do I go? Oh, do I change? No. Can you hear me? Yeah, you got me? I can, I can hear yeah, you now. I got you. Yeah, sweet. Well, homies, believe it or not, like when we speak next time, Christmas will all be over. We'll all be fed. Um, there'll be shitloads of wrapping paper in our bins, but mm. hopefully we'll all be happy and smiling. Oh, well, we can't all be happy and smiling. I know. know there's, only, there's only two of us in this conversation <coughs> that have the potential to be smiling. Happy and smiling, yeah. I think, well, I think you know that there's only there's a definite one person in this conversation that is going to be smiling after Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, everybody. Good yeah, luck. You could like too. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry we'll Christmas. We'll catch you next week. Until next time. Until next time. Until next time. Ballers and a semi.